Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 9th of June of the year 2020, episode 161 of this year. Oh, God, I'm falling apart. Oh, you say, newsreaders read the news every day, to which I say, yeah, but newsreaders don't have to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning to write the news every day, and they don't have to make it funny, to which you say, are you saying you're funny, to which I say, don't put words in my mouth, to which you say, me put words in your mouth, I'm not even real, you're putting words into both of our mouths, do I even have a mouth in the scenario, to which I say, do you, and then we make out. On this day... (laughs) On this date in history, in the year 68, Roman Emperor Nero committed suicide, imploring his secretary, Ephraphroditus, to slit his throat to evade a Senate-imposed death by flogging, which feels like a step up from picking up the laundry or buying a birthday present for your boss's mistress. I mean, we've all wanted to kill our boss sometimes. I've heard of suicide by cop, but suicide by secretary is next level. Celebrations today include National Donald Duck Day, celebrating the first appearance of Donald Duck in a cartoon, The Wise Little Hen, in 1934. Famously, Donald Duck has not aged a day since, and some suggest that while Donald is a picture that remains ever young, there is a series of real-life, hideously ancient Dorian ducks trapped in an attic for eternity while the 2D version desiccates their life force to retain his grotesque parody of youth. Happy Donald Duck Day! Celebrate by indulging in the process of walking around with a shirt but no pants, for which Donald Duck was awarded the Nobel Prize for Physics in 1949. Your guest today on the podcast is time scientist and historian, probably, Dr. Matt Kirshen, coming back from a three-year anthropological sabbatical in the 2070s and looking much the worse for wear. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Matt. Thank you. It's nice to be back or forward, as the case may be. (laughs) 
Well, coming up today, we'll be talking all the latest in American news. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. In the news today, scandal in Transylvania as people dispute the tearing down of a statue of city mayor Vlad the Impaler, whose exploratory travels back in the 17th century imbued the town with much of its wealth today. Vlad's statue was torn down by angry villagers in a protest against the famous Impaler's descendants, who have been keeping them in thrall in the village beneath the castle to serve as humane food sources on an artisanal, rotating and consensual basis. Sorry, to do the farming for them. Vlad's ancestors aren't vampires anymore, they only metaphorically suck the blood of the underclasses now. Village elder Tanya Deliciousneck, whose family has been living in the village for hundreds of years, was asked whether there should have been a civic debate before the angry villagers tore down the very tourist-friendly Vlad statue and threw it in the river, responding, Well, while I'm aware two wrongs don't make a right, I'm pretty sure that what Vlad did originally was way more wrong, and it looks like history figured out a way to smooth over the cracks of that to the point where they made a f- statue of him. So I'm commissioning a statue of us pulling down the statue to replace the statue so history remembers us fondly as the civic-minded mob we are. Meanwhile, Conor McGregor, UFC mixed martial arts fighter and man who puts the stereotypes of the Irish as fighty braggarts back a hundred years, has announced his retirement for the third time in four years. A number of possible interpretations arise. A, being that he hasn't actually retired. B, being that he hasn't retired and will be coming out of retirement only to retire again. Or as we in Australia say, he's Johnny Farnaming it. Or C, that he has suffered sufficient cranial impact during his career that all his retirements have been genuine but he's experientially in a groundhog year, forgetting that he's already retired and also forgetting that he's already unretired each time. When approached for comment, nobody in his team was willing to expand on any of the above options, possibly because they don't want to get in trouble with a man whose professional career involves perfecting the art of punching one side of your face to the other side of your face. Do you follow the MMA, Matt? Um, you know, just enough so that I can get by if I encounter any MMA people. <laughs> you know, it's, I think it's important to be able to be like, you know, if someone... I feel like if you get into a fight situation with an, with someone who is very au fait with the MMA, you just need a couple of buzzwords, a couple of keywords to show that you know the lingo. So they're like, oh, this person might be a bit handy. So I might say, for example, <laughs> hey, we're not in the octagon now. And because they... <laughs> and they'll, they'll register that I, I instantly knew the correct geometric shape in which they fight. <laughs> yeah, apparently the octagon is the best shape for fighting in. It, it is. It's, you know, it's been scientifically proven. Uh, I think. Do you I know why that Euclid- is as a doctor? Uh, well, I think it was Euclid who first uh, worked this out. Uh, you know, we've got the Greeks to thank for a lot and not least the best location to fight within. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're fond of the, the symmetry. Obviously, um, you know, the, the square was the original choice for both wrestling and fighting. Uh, but that was back when you could only really afford four corners. Um, now, now, of course, we're, we're doubly as rich as we were when boxing was invented, and eight corners are a possibility. Um, I can actually tell you, as a time scientist, that there will be a point in the future uh, where infinity corners are possible, and people will fight within a circle, but we're not there yet. Except oh. in Japan, where they've been doing sumo in circle for quite some time. But they're very futuristic there, aren't they? They are extraordinarily futuristic. That's uh that's how that's how sumo is always described. It's um, uh, you know, to, to us sci- time scientists, we just think of it as a uh, two larger gentlemen inside an infinity cornered shape. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for the stories that we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. 
your ad section now, because in a world where you can be anything, be rich. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Violent Toddlers. If you've never been headbutted in the pelvis by a small person with a massive head and deeply limited empathetic projection, you're missing out. Nine out of ten doctors agree that testicular impact is a terrible idea for gonad health, and the tenth one is a toddler. If the grumpy young man in your life has a birthday coming up, why not get them Troubling Dudes in Very Bad Moods, the latest anthology of short fiction from literature's most disgruntled misanthropes. Selections include Ernest Hemingway's The Old Man and My Mother, James Elroy's My Bitch Whore Mother, and Brett Easton Ellis's It's Satire, Yeah, Kinda, I Guess. Anyway, She Dies in the End. Buy it. It's either this or your son will start writing poetry. Are you an artisanal sourdough baker in these troubled times? I'm just kidding. I know you are. We all are now. Here's a tip for haphazard home baking, brought to you by the Haphazard Bakers Afternoon Gathering Gang. We were going to be a union, but the window for submitting the paperwork lapsed because we were too haphazard. Okay, so here's the recipe. Do most of the bread stuff you'd normally do to get the dough, and then autolyze it. You know that bit. Once you've autolyzed your dough and done the other important things and preheated your oven to whatever the temperature is that your recipe uh, it calls for, apparently the done thing is to fling about half a cup of water into the oven before you introduce your loaf. I read that on the internet, and boy was it a lucky break for Fraser. Spoken by Alice Fraser for Haphazard Bakers and half a glass of water. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And that's your ad section for today. The last post. Now it's time for your top story. Top story today, American news. Dr. Matt Kirshen, you're in America right now. What's going on in the world of America? Well, as I'm sure you're aware, the biggest story in America right now is a worsening of the north-south divide, uh, specifically the north and south <laughs> of Dakota. Uh, south Dakota, <laughs> whose motto is, we're the one with Mount Rushmore. And North Dakota, motto... No, the other one, the one that Fargo's from. Uh, <laughs> their bitter rivalry over the presence or absence of a Coen Brothers movie and a Four-Face Rock, respectively, almost came to blows until someone pointed out that no one really remembers which of them is which. And also, <laughs> both states combined have a smaller population than the city of Phoenix, but somehow get the same number of senators as California and New York, so really they're doing pretty well. Uh, uh, <laughs> In a beautiful moment of togetherness, they agree to a cultural exchange. First, their best South Dakota writer will pitch a new story to the Coens called Pregnant Pam and the Sioux Falls City Murder Crimes. Well, <laughs> well, North Dakota will gain Bismarck Hill, 
an over three meter high cliff face featuring the faces of American luminaries Michael Jordan, Tom Cruise, Goofy, and a gun. <laughs> There's also been nationwide public protests and uprising after the on-camera murder of a black man by a police officer hammered home the horrendous centuries-old racism baked into the DNA of America and, for that matter, most other countries in the world. But really, the Dakota thing's the main story. <laughs> Well, thank you for that news, Matt Kirshen. That's all the time we have for your top story today because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letters to the editor now. And remember, you too can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Dear Alice and Guest, that's you today, Matt. Although they've just said open brackets from down under, I hope, close brackets, which I feel is a personal insult. Well, although it depends, because maybe if that letter writer is themselves an Australian or New Zealander, then I am relative to them down under. Yeah, it all depends on how you conceptualise which way up the earth is in the vast infinity of space. It does. What, what a weirdly deep uh, sign-on that was from that letter writer. <laughs> After listening to you podcast for a few years, the Southern Hemisphere sounds very charming and my Northern Hemisphere country seems to be slowly losing its marbles. Could you quickly go over the pros and cons of living in Australia, New Zealand and New New Zealand as you see them? Thanks for being an ambassador of the bottom half of the planet. Good luck to you, Christopher, and to us all, Gus. Uh, Thank you for writing in, Gus. I'm afraid, as somebody who is in the Southern Hemisphere, I don't have a lot of perspective. Matt Kirshen, you've travelled through time. Uh, What has the South got over the North, if we're thinking of the Earth again in those sort of very rigid binary terms? Well, the the main thing the South has over the North uh, is the North, which, of course, is not over the North. (laughs) The, the, The North being forced to have the South under the South, under the North. Whereas the, the South itself has an entire half of the globe over it, over the North. So I mean, that's pros- the really main difference. Unless, of course, you're looking at it from the perspective of the South being the top, in which case the North has the North, <laughs> South of the North, of the South. Very valid, very valid there. Um, I guess uh, in Australia, we do pretty well, mainly off uh, mining wealth and exploiting our natural resources, sometimes at the cost of our uh, incredible history. Um, And when I say sometimes, I mean almost always. And then uh, New Zealand has Jacinda Ardern, which seems nice, but also not a lot of people. Um, And New New Zealand is as yet unexplored by humans. All the diplomats that go there, only two out of ten will come back and they refuse to talk about what they've seen. So uh, it could be a great, great, great place, but um, I'll reserve judgment until we know a little bit more about those mysterious and some say sinister people. That's all the time we have for your letters to the editor. Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We are here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Subscribe to get a new version of this podcast every day and go to the feed to see all the old versions stretching back in time like a memorial to impermanence. Your guest today on the podcast was Dr. Matt Kirshen. If you enjoyed him, go back to episode 40 where he helped us introduce our picked week. Matt, have you got anything to plug? Uh, I guess you can find me, Matt Kirshen, on most of the social media and you could listen to Probably Science, which is my podcast. Um, and also, I'd like to plug the concept of a dog trying to work out snow. What is it? <laughs> it's like cold leaves that disappear in your mouth. You can't work it out because you're a dog, but you like it, you think. 
That's dogs <laughs> trying to work out snow, available everywhere that snow and dogs are sold. The last post is a something else, Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at Alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. My special savage is now on Amazon Prime. Or commit to the Alice Fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His adoring and bedazzled subordinate producers are Harriet Wells and Ped Hunter. As they and we always say... Good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. I'm James Richardson, host of the UK's number one football podcast, in my house anyway, The Totally Football Show. Even though there's totally no football going on right now, you can still join me and some of the smartest football minds around every Monday and Thursday as we take a fresh look at classic goals and games from the past 25 years of the Premier League and Champions League. Moments like this. Oh my goodness me! And this. And of course, this. Salatelli, Aguero! So, liven up your lockdown with the Totally Football Show with me, James Richardson, every Monday and Thursday. Subscribe now on Spotify, Apple, and everywhere else you listen to your podcasts by searching for the Totally Football Show. <laughs> <laughs>